Da-dum, dum, da-dum. Da-dum, dum, da-dum. Oh, I can never nail that. So we're back. This is the AKA Pads Audio Audacity Podcast. I am AKA Pad. Find me on Twitter at AKA Pad. And right here, right now, we are continuing our conversation of the Terminator franchise. And we have a raw deal. And that's the Schwarzenegger reference. Uh, raw deal is a pretty good movie. Go check it out. This movie got a raw deal. We're talking Terminator Genesis. I'm going to say it again. The director got double raw deals because he directed Thor The Dark World. That's a decent movie. People completely undercut that movie. It upsets me. You hear that intro coming. Can we get through the intro and discuss Terminator Genesis again? We talked about it a lot on this podcast because I think... I think it's one of the better ones. I think it's one of the better sci-fi movies. I know. Oh, can we just get through the intro? Hello, everyone. Hey, happy Thanksgiving, because that is when this is dropping. This is dropping either on Thanksgiving Eve, the, the Wednesday or Thursday of Thanksgiving. And why is that? Because I took a little bit of a break. I didn't want to. Because I hate not talking to everyone out there. I hate not talking to you about movies. But sometimes uh, life kicks up. Sometimes I need extra rest. And, yeah, the world's not perfect. I'm sorry. And sometimes, I'm uh, sorry, I'm adjusting my mic there. And sometimes I need uh, my body, my mind. It just tells me to slow the F down. So what's up with this movie? I, leading into this... I watched this movie at least three more times. Uh, I researched it a little. It, you know, like, nothing crazy about the uh, research for this. Uh, look, uh, the, every single Terminator movie, like we can start with Dark Fate. Dark Fate, Genesis, Salvation, T3, deals with a dance, a back and forth with Cameron, a back and forth with Arnold Schwarzenegger, a back and forth over what production company Who's doing what? Who has the rights? Who's paying for it? These movies uh, just cannot start easy. Every single Terminator movie starts in this like tornado. It's like a whirlwind. And Genesis is no exception. Uh, Genesis of all the Terminator movies. All of them. Every single one. Now this includes Terminator 1984 and Terminator Judgment Day. Because those are the two that we... Like, you know, we have to compare it all to that, but not really. And that's been the point. That's been the thread for this entire Terminator run on this podcast. What am I talking about? Here's what I'm talking about. These movies are, every single one is a reboot of itself. If we consider Terminator 2 Judgment Day as a closing of the circle, and every single This includes T2-3D, Battle Across Time, the theme park attraction, which was supposed to be a bridge into Cameron's own T3. If we take these movies as almost like one-off adventures, one-off ideas, one-off sequels, they all matter, they all don't matter. It's the hypocrisy, most people cannot grip the hypocrisy, so when they look at this franchise, they just see failure. They see one failed like reboot, one failed sequel after the next. Terminator Genesis, and I'm getting to my point. Terminator Ge- Genesis, going all the way back to Terminator 1984, 
is the most visionary of all of these movies. You can kind of argue that Terminator Salvation is visionary. And it is. And it uses machine guns. It's the day after. And, and I say machine guns and not lasers. Because the future war is lasers. But T. Salvation takes the approach of the day after the nuclear strikes. Like what happens immediately after the strikes. Where are we? What are we doing? What are they trying to figure out? That's cool. Yeah. Uh, I think McGee deserves so much more credit than he gets for, for that. This movie. This movie is the ballsiest of all of them. And hey, that even includes T3, Rise of the Machines, which is the actual Rise of the Machines. The <laughs> There is no... The good guys do not win in that movie. The good guys barely survive and they commit to the bit at the end of that movie. Terminator Genesis. The plot of this movie is the idea that let's go back to 1984. The beginning future war sequence in this movie is the best. It's the best. John Connor in this movie is my favorite John Connor. Sorry, Eddie Furlong. Sorry, Christian Bale. This is my John Connor. Kyle Reese in this movie, I like. I like this Kyle Reese. I like him a lot. Our director, Alan Taylor, just quick shout out. You did good, dude. You, you ushered in a good movie. We go back to 1984. We go back to the future wars. We get detail into the time travel. John Connor has intimate knowledge of all the movements and locations of the machines. And that is how they win the war. See, this is not the John Connor from the original 84. Like the future John Connor. This is a different thread John Connor. He has full knowledge of what the machines are doing. And they're caught in a loop. They're caught in a, you know, like the humans win because they overcome what the machines changed. And the, the it goes, you know, and then like the humans change things and the machines change things. This, again, going back to what I said during our Sarah Connor Chronicles episode, this is what makes Terminator so good. Because it's just the ideas. It's just the concepts. It's just the explanations. It is true science fiction. Uh, the explaining and understanding the time travel nuances within all of these movies is far greater than understanding that of Back to the Future. And I say that because so many people go into Back to the Future. This, the logic for this movie is very much comparable to Hot Tub Time Machine 2, which is also a great movie. <laughs> Look, we have to do it. <laughs> we have to go into that comparison. It, it's also... Uh, but it doesn't play it loose. It plays it with stakes. So we're back in 1984. And when Kyle Reese gets sent back, Sarah Connor is already aware and she's trained. She already has a Terminator. She has like a pet. She calls him Pops. They themselves have built their own time machine. The machines are fully aware of this and they're sending everything back. They're sending a... T-1000 to 1984 to deal with this threat then. Okay, so that's why, you know, and, and these these ideas miss people. 
And you don't like it because they think of the continuity. They think of Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Like, and, and they, they confuse themselves and they take themselves out of the game. If if you're into, like, fresh original ideas, fresh original takes, if, you, if you're into balls, if you're into swinging for the fences, if you're into MMA and punching someone in the face legally, this is the movie because the movie itself just has grit. It has balls. They... They finally, finally got the, you know, like they committed what Terminator Salvation could not do. Even though Terminator Salvation was brought down by an internet leak, we have our villain, John Connor, that was meant for Salvation. We have the Terminator John Connor. This movie ends with such an idea, you know, that, again, exploring the concept that Skynet is universal almost skynet is cloud-based skynet is multi multiple server skynet doesn't have a core the 1984 skynet had a core this one doesn't but it expands on the origin and the growth of skynet from terminator 3 rise of the machines this movie picks everything from all the other movies picks the best and delivers something truly fun truly unique this, I, I like, I haven't seen Dark Fate, but this, the special effects for the this movie alone are, is mind-blowing. I love the Terminator sequences in this. I love the fight scenes in this. I love the action sequences in this. Um, you know, we have our highway. We have our giant vehicle getting flipped. You know, this is a trope now from Terminator 2 and Terminator 3 Rise of the Machines. And, and this movie picks it up. You know, this time it's a school bus on, I think, the Golden Gate Bridge. It's phenomenal. So, like, what do people miss about this movie? I don't know. I really don't know. Because every time I talk to people about this movie, they they don't get it. They don't explain it. And it sounds like they barely watched it. And I get this time and time again. So what's what's the point? What's the point of tearing this movie down? Now, if we go into the box office, if we go into the box office, worldwide, this movie did $432 million in 2015. Came out July 1st. Comparatively speaking, Terminator Dark Fate is only at $250 million. No one cared about Terminator Dark Fate. I have yet to see it. Terminator Salvation is at $365 million. Terminator Rise of the Machines from 2003, also released on July 1st, $433 million. Genesis had the level of hype, the level of anticipation, the level of success that Rise of the Machines had. Rise of Machines had a lot going into it. And then look, we have Judgment Day, we have Terminator, we don't have to discuss that box office. Domestically, though, Rise of the Machines is 150, Salvation is 125, Genesis is 90 million, Dark Fate is 60 million. This, you know, I think these movies need to be at least at 100 million to, to move forward. Of, of all of these movies, uh, Genesis, like the idea of the of a Genesis sequel, because again, it's a playing trilogy. It's it's amazing, you know. It's amazing to think what they could do, 
of what they set up. This is like as when it comes to a point one movie, you know, it, I, Rise of the Machines, great start to a trilogy. Salvation, great start to a trilogy. Genesis, great start to a trilogy. But Genesis is the one I'm most curious about because Genesis has this idea that we're going to converge these timelines. We're going to introduce the concept of a time war. It's not just future war and the last resort gets sent back to maybe prevent the outcome of the war. This is a, a time war movie. I, I so wish they, they called this movie uh, Terminator Time War or Time Battle or whatever. Time War would work. I don't care. Because <laughs> no one seems to like Genesis. And no one understands Genesis. And I would say. Of all the Terminator subtitles. Uh, Genesis probably is the worst one. No one gets it. People hate how it's spelled. So on and so forth. You know. Th this movie could have used a theme song. By Phil Collins. What can I say. But everyone. This is a short episode. Because this is a good movie. And you have to watch it and rewatch it and understand it because there are so many uh, things to understand. When, when, when I was watching this, uh, I would sit down and be like, you know what? I'm like, what's the explanation for Sarah Connor's time machine? Okay, okay, okay. What do they do with the time machine? Oh, 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 oh. What? How do they get to that place at the end? And every time I watch, like, I would just wait for those explanations. And, you know, like, that helps with the slow dissection of a movie. But this movie, it's it's great. It's good. I don't know. I, I guess I'm crazy. But hey, 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 everyone. Welcome. And thank you for joining me for AKA Pads Audio Audacity Podcast. Episode 259. And look, I didn't want to do it, but I'm going to do it. Episode 260 of this podcast, our next episode, is going to deal with the Terminator Genesis web series. That is one of the best cross-platform cross-promotion new and old you know like uh, modern day media pushes that we've seen and it's so fun it's so original and it, it, they did a great job with it but the, it's only three episodes but we're going to talk about the genesis youtube chronicles it's terminator genesis youtube chronicles i'm pretty sure that's what it's called that's the full name and again, this is something no one discusses, but it matters. And I think it did translate to a lot of the box office success of this movie. That is going to be episode 260 and episode 261 will be the fate of Dark Fate because I'm technically out. I'm out of the game of seeing Dark Fate. I just, I, it, the showtimes in Philly, uh, there's less and less by the day. None of it matches up with me. It's breaking my heart, <laughs> but I, I still want to discuss Dark Fate and do some of a analysis for you and discuss what I know about the movie and what I think about a lot of what happened around the flick. And I do feel like that's very important because a lot came out with the failure of that. And, you know, um, it's a shark tank and, and some of these sharks start nipping at one another. That's great stuff. And that's the stuff we have to discuss. And then we're going to go, I kind of want to do Midway, the two versions of Midway, because I saw Midway and Veterans Day with my family, minus my mother, and we all loved it. And I kind of wanted to do a Star is Born run of all four Star is Borns, because I recently saw that, and that blew my mind. 
I don't know how Bradley Cooper doesn't win Best Actor and get more Oscar adulation. That blew my mind. But I wanted to do a deep dive into all of those, so I've been watching those also. (laughs) I'm becoming a Star is Born expert. And then we're going to hit Star Wars. So we're going to we're going to just you know do a little, uh, and then we're going to hit Star Wars. But that's a lot of stuff, and I want to bring it all to you. But until next time, episode two sixty, Terminator Genesis, the YouTube Chronicles. I'm Pierre Deluca, aka Pad. Thank you for joining me, and I love you.